This is John Walton, and you're listening to the Power Play Point Podcast with the Blue Lighter on Point and Anna Knox. Here's Wilson, and on the right side, Welcome once again to the Power Play Point Podcast. This is your host, the Blue Liner on Point. And uh, yeah, as you can probably hear in my voice, um, I'm fighting it like hell. But uh, yeah, I has the COVID, unfortunately. Um, I think I mentioned last week that um, my wife, uh, Mrs. Blue Liner, seamstress for the band, uh, came home with it one day and uh, she couldn't keep it to herself just felt like sharing tis the season and yeah the whole whole family's got it now whole household so uh i apologize on uh, beforehand if uh, i sound a little out of it i'm gonna try not to sound a little out of out of it but uh, uh speaking of sharing uh now uh i i now have something uh, even more in common with my uh wonderful co-host <laughs> who is live to tape from Centerville, Virginia. It is the mermaid, Anna Knox. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what they say, sharing is caring. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow, even though we live two hours away from each other, how we dodged this terrible COVID for two years and yet managed to get it within a week of each other is, is pretty um, phenomenal. Well, how you how you dodged it for two years in a school with five thousand kids? Mm-hmm. No shit. I mean, I when it first came out, I was like, oh, I'm totally getting it. Like, hundred percent, sign me up. I I'm gonna get it because there there's no way. Even even though we were virtual for you know a good portion of it, but like even over the summer, that summertime, and then going back and. <clears throat> I don't know how in in my ball pit of employment um, <laughs> how I didn't get it with the amount of kids that I'm like, oh, cooties. Um, but yes, got it. Recovering. And now I pass the uh, the torch to to you all. Yeah, yeah, I. I- no offense, but I mean, it, it, yeah. When when this all happened, if, if I were Ian, I would probably you know, think of that that scene in the Naked, the original Naked Gun movie, where you know they, they were wearing body condoms or something like that. Right. <laughs> I'd wrap my, I'd like to wrap myself in one of those things when I heard, you know, somebody at, at my wife's work got sick, and I I just I I. I knew it would be a matter of time, and yeah, and that's yeah. Yeah, here we are. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> so uh, again, apologies beforehand if if I sound a little bit off. Um, my mind is is um, well, my mind 
um, and uh, it's it's focused on hockey and entertaining you all as as best as we can. So let's just go ahead and get right into it. It was, shall we say, a quite interesting week um, on the ice for the Caps. Better than last week, that's for damn sure. Absolutely. Caps played uh, three games, finishing their four-game homestand. Uh, the last three games, two wins, one loss, one really bad loss. Terrible. Um, so, uh, unfortunately, the the first the first of those three were kind of going to glass glass. <laughs> Good. I would like to hit myself with a glass of something right now. Uh, gloss over rather the first that game. And uh, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of hating myself that we have to do it, but uh, I, I, it was, it, it's probably atypical of, of the Caps games this year, where you know they, they get a lead and they, you know, they hang on to it, and it was back and forth, and they, they, you know, probably did stuff they shouldn't have and made it a little too exciting, needlessly, but hung on for the win and thank God and all that. But I mean, it, it, it's the Oilers, you know, it's, it's Connor McJesus. And Herr Goldmeister, Dreisaitl. <laughs> so, yeah. what what are you going to do? You know, if if you come away with the two points, you know, good on you. And and they did. It's a five four win. Um. So uh, Dylan Strom, I uh, would say, I will say the feature here. I, I made mention last week when I called out a few of the players. I said he should shoot more. Well, obviously he was listening because he did, because he got two goals in this game. Yeah, he looked good. He looked very good, and I, I love I loved his game. Captain got one from the mm -hmm. office. Uh, Kuznetsov contributed. Uh, I don't think anybody really had a bad game um, here. It was just just a high scoring game, you know. When you got a go go team like Edmonton, that's that's what you're going to get. And everybody, you know, everybody rose to the occasion, and mm -hmm. and it was it was uh, it, it was it was a good thing. I am trying to remember one last note. So uh, Chucky Lindring was uh, in goal for this game. He came up with some great saves. I think uh, hallmark of this year has been goaltending. So you know, we, we figure out the goaltending, and now it's everything <coughs> everything else that is right. is, is uh, yeah. subject to question now. But at least there's that. So 5-4 win, uh, a great Great guns there. Um, then that was last Monday. So then Wednesday night, last Wednesday night was uh, that was uh, the kick in the old gonads. Um, mm -hmm. The the one game they probably should have gotten up for against the flightless birds from that rusty ass town we all don't like. <laughs> and the Caps came out flatter than weak old soda. And uh, yeah, it, it, it was awful. It, it was it was just awful. And it started with that stupid goal at the beginning. Uh, well, a lot of stupid goals were scored by the wrong team. And uh, let's just say Darcy Kemper did not exactly have his greatest performance. No. Um, this will not be our focus game either. So that obviously leaves the Tampa Bay game that was uh, last Friday, that, that <clears> great <throat> win as our focus. So we'll go more into that. But the yeah, that that first goal kind of set the tone, no scoring in the first period. And then Jason zuckered everybody into that deceptive shot. I don't know if that was his intent, but then, yeah, it was it was the classic, you know, fart through your legs goal. I don't know what happened with Kemper, but he actually had two of them just like that. 
Um, and then if that wasn't enough of a, a kick to the groin, uh, the Penguins, this this I thought was the, the real dagger, and it was the game winner of all things, uh, the shorthanded goal after that. And that, that turned out to be the game winner. And whenever you get a shorthanded goal, you know, if you score it, it's a great thing. If you give it up, it's it's a bad thing. And that, right. yeah, that was just. It just sucked. Yeah, it I just, mean, it, 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 the whole this, game sucked. This truly was um, a shitty game to watch. It was cringeworthy. They did not look like they were in sync at all. And, and I hated everything about the 60 minutes because it, there were there well first off the caps didn't play 60 minutes um just kind of all over the place and just disappointing and very 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 frustrating especially when it's against a team like the pens so right they and they the, the most frustrating thing about it is it's it's a conference, not not only conference, but division rival. You got to get up for it. You got to start banking points against them as soon as you can. And they just did not show up for this game. Yeah. And my real short summation of this, I will say 80 percent of this was on Kemper, but the other 20 percent was on the rest of the team not having enough urgency. The power play was 0 for 4 in this game. You figure if they had gotten one back among they had three chances. Mm-hmm. At least three chances in the second period. They gotten just one back amongst those three different ball right. game, and it just did. It wasn't there. It didn't happen. And we also go back to two periods of single digits off on goal. Two exactly. Periods. Yeah. So this was the shit game, and this was you know I'm uh, Kemper. I'm like you said, we're not going to put it on him. All goalies, all players are going to have off games. This was his, you know, mm-hmm. check the the box and, and move on. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's yeah. That, that's, it was bound to happen. And when that happens, your offense has to bail you out. Well, that didn't happen either. So you had, you had what you had. So that leads us to the most recent game, which was last Friday. And this one, um, well, so the the one against the the other week against Nashville uh, probably still stands out in my mind, but this one comes pretty close. As if 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 you want to uh, you want to say the Caps played a perfect game, this this was pretty close. I think that. this was my I, I liked this more than than the other game, than the Nashville game. Today. Well, I I'm not gonna. I would say this was second best. Now I'll I'll. Explain why in, okay. in a minute, but uh, this was the five-one win last Friday against uh, the the Lightning, the last of the homestand. And uh, uh, so uh, let's go over since this is our focus game. Let's co- go over the scoring summary. So uh, another guy I called out, Anthony Mantha, Ant Man, uh, took a pass from Lars Eller, um, who found him uh, all alone the uh, right side of the net, put it away. Ten thirty-two in the first, give them the lead. That was the scoring for the first. So that takes us into the second. Sonny Milano gets his first ever as a cap. Love this was mwah, beautiful. Caps were okay. So let me set the stage for you here. Nicholas Obey Kubel, one of our new additions. Oh, oh boy. Wow. I, I can't even explain. I don't want to get into this too much, but can't explain his rationale for it. But uh, yeah. Cal Foot for the, the Lightning uh, enters the zone and 
Obey Kubel just decides to reach out and clonk him in the head. Long after, long after, Foot had dumped the puck in in the zone. It was a good yeah. You know, count. This was a One terrible. I, this was the biggest uh, WTF. What the fuck were you thinking? Right. Um, exactly. Then, obviously, we didn't see him for the rest of the game. So there you go. Yeah, you count at least one or two Mississippis before right. uh, after the puck was gone, and then he just decides to reach out and just kabong him in the head, as as Locker would say, and you could tell he was hurt. It was it was uh, uh, it was yeah. I it mean, was an it obvious was, injury. If it was going the other way, you know, we all would have been up in arms and and super PO'd. So um, yeah, this was this was a stupid and incredibly careless play. So, yeah, yeah. there's there no two ways for somebody who I'm like trying to get to know and then does this. I'm like, mm, not necessary. Strike one. Right. I, I've never known him. I've known him to be, as I mentioned last week, a pain in the ass to play against. <clears throat> I've never known him to pull dumb yeah. shit like this. Yeah. Before. So I'm more than a little surprised. And I yeah, I, I don't know where this came from, but. It was just not no. It, it was just a, a, a gigantic, colossal pile of no bueno, and put the Caps on a five-minute man disadvantage. And uh, so, how that how that ties into the goal is the Caps had pretty much well, not pretty much. They had killed it off. They not only killed off that penalty, they had I counted three or four glorious shorthanded chances mm-hmm. and great steals while killing the penalty. I don't know if it was Tampa's power play was just that off or the caps were just that in tuned to what they were doing, but either way, it was gorgeous to see. And, but the last, so the last 10 or 15 seconds, the, 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 the lightning, uh, you know, made a desperate rush into the zone and they were crowding the net. And then John Carlson manages to dig out the puck, that uh, dig out a loose puck in front from in front of the net at the corner of his eye. He sees Milano who's serving the penalty for Obey Kubel. Cause obviously he got kicked out of the game and flings it turns t- turns his body and flings the puck all in one motion. That's what impressed me the most about this play. And it landed right in front of Milano and Milano has presence of mind enough to I- expect that and pick mm-hmm. up the puck streak towards the net all alone and deked out Kucherov, tucked it around his his or Kucherov, uh, uh, Vasilevsky is what mm-hmm. I meant to say. Uh, tucked it around Vasilevsky's pad and in for what would be the game winner at seven oh three. That's fantastic. And, and you know what? I'm going to say it because I know there's a lot that aren't going to. Uh, welcome back, seventy four. I'm glad to see you on the ice. Well, I look, and I, I'm glad too. Even though I've said some derogatory things about him in the past, and I still think he's something of a liability on defense. But I won't deny that, you know, stuff like this that he does makes him a, an asset to the team. Absolutely. The problem I have with him is still that at times he can still be an incredible liability when he is supposed to be playing defense and does mm-hmm. not. Um, but. I, again, as I've said many, many times about him, he still ha- has worth. He's not worth less. He just needs to concentrate on his end of the ice a little bit more for my liking. But 
obviously he's he is this is this is what makes him part of the conversation this is what puts him in that upper echelon because he has the ability to do this kind of thing to have he has this kind of vision uh, okay so uh, another guy i called out later on in the third uh, scores his third of the year lexi protus and, and i gotta say um i you know i i think i i and i i think he needs to do more of this he kind of charged the net on this that's what i'd like to see him do more of i don't know what it is with protus but it just seems to me like he either does not know how to use his size, does not know how to position himself against other players. I I, I don't know. He he looks like he's he's gotten he's gotten a new toy, but he doesn't know what it's for. He doesn't know how to use it. Okay. And it just it just seems like that's that's you know, and he's got. It's not like he doesn't have potential. He has great potential. I've seen mm-hmm. what he can do. He was, right. he was that preseason game I saw him play a couple of years ago. He was, he owned the ice. He was the star of that game. But lately, it just seems like he's he's going through the motions. He's he's you know uh, he doesn't know what he's doing. Doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing. Doesn't know how to use his weapons. Uh, I think hopefully this kind of turns it around for him, gives him that final idea of what he's supposed to be doing. So he puts away the wrister uh, on a great pass from from uh, Jensen Ferravari, fourteen twenty five in the second. That closes the scoring for that period, and and then the Caps. This is the, and this is probably this is why I, I a reason why I love the game. Uh, Caps uh, kept on pouring it on. Um, about another five minutes into the third, 4.53 in the third, uh, Connor Sherry nets his fifth uh, on a snapper. And this is why, this is why I, this, I wouldn't say this was a perfect game or the best game that the Caps played because not long after that, the Caps kind of sat back for, I would say, a good six or seven minutes. Because that's when that's when Tampa kind of ramped up their scoring opportunities, and um, well, that resulted in in what happened at twelve oh nine when uh, Nick, uh, what's this guy's name? Nick uh, Herbex. <laughs> I am not. Oh, sorry. Um, scored uh, his his uh, fifth of the year and or second of the year rather. Um, Pierre Belmar and Ian Cole with the assists on that one. And I, you knew it was kind of too little too late, but still, you know, there was – I saw that and I was like, okay, well, don't let this be what lets them back in because, yeah, not even four goal leads are safe in this league anymore. Right. Yeah. And, <clears throat> well, I and, go ahead. Sorry. No, there's no go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, I, I, you know what? Go to talk about Sunny, and because I feel like I just had something to say with the whole game in general. Okay, well, I was just going to say, uh, Sunny Milano Cookie. closes the scoring. Uh, it, it, this is Evgeny Kuznetsov's tenth, a tenth assist on this goal. It's kind of funny because I think, I think that Sunny w- Milano meant to pass the puck back to. Uh, Kuznetsov for him to tap it in for the empty netter, 
well, what amounted to an empty net. And it, it ended up, I think it ended up hitting somebody in front and then going in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I don't think he even meant to score the goal, but uh, <laughs> he got it nonetheless. Second of the game and, and the uh, pretty much iced it for the game. Three stars of the game, deservedly so. John Carlson, number one. Sonny Milano, number two. Darcy Kemper, who uh, really kept them in the game, I, I thought, because, like I said, uh, where the penalty kill couldn't keep up, he did make a lot of key saves. Um, his, his lateral movement was was excellent. And I my fear was that after the Pittsburgh game, maybe the book on him is, oh, shoot low and shoot between his legs. Mm-hmm. And... He, but even on those shots, he looked like he looked like he had he had a good read on everything. So I was thankful for that. Um, stopped uh, twenty eight of twenty nine. Um, uh, the 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 pervert guy uh, put in a goal past him, so that uh, spoiled the shutout, unfortunately. Um, but uh, Kemper earns third third star for the game. Um, probably the only criticism. Well, only two criticisms of this game, and again, making it far from perfect, although it was pretty, still pretty close to perfect in some sense. 37.8 uh, face-off percentage, uh-huh. um, pretty bad. You don't want to do that against a, a, a Tampa Bay Lightning team that's uh-huh. still got uh, Steven Stamkos and Braden Point um, and Nikita Kucherov, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that's yeah, that was one bad mark, and they had they actually had six power play chances. All right, that six. was my, that was yeah. <clears throat> These are my two cons I wrote down. <laughs> well, th- then good. I will let you elaborate on them. But six power play chances. How many <clears throat> goals did they score on all all those six chances combined? None. Zero. So yeah, I'll I'll let you uh, rant on that further because yeah, <laughs> yeah no 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 I was just and I don't usually like write things down but uh, you'll you'll hit COVID brain and be like wait what was I just doing? <laughs> um, yeah, I wrote down. We'll start with my pros. Um, I I don't know. I I'm hearing a lot of crap online, which you know of course just gets infuriating um, about Koozie. I'm not going down that road. I was uh, welcome back Carlson and I liked Koozie's game. I thought it was good. I liked, I don't know, just him out there. Um, I thought he put, I thought he played for, uh, he gave it his all, uh, which I was okay with. Um, Sonny Milano, God, I love this kid. Love everything about it, infectious smile and everything when he's out there and played hard and I hope to see more. Um, and Darcy, you know, you come back from a, a shit game like Pittsburgh, um, could have gotten into his head. It didn't. And that to me is why I'm like, yes, this is a good thing. You know, shake it off, move on and, and let's kick some ass. Um, but yeah, then we go those cons, unfortunately. Um, and, it, and it's there's three of them. It's that face off percentage sucked. Power play sucked. And then again, those damn single-digit shots on goal for two of three periods. So that's where I was at. I mean, I'm not going to say – maybe I just enjoyed this game more, watching it more than, than the Preds game, um, just because I think when you look on paper 
you know, and in the last couple of seasons, everyone's like, oh, it's all about Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. Well, you know what? Screw that. Like, these guys came out, and they played their 60 minutes um, and looked good and looked, I can't even say consistent because everything keeps changing, um, but they look good. And then there was some, you know, the power play and, and those things that need to be worked on. But um, but overall, this was a, a good a good thing for them. What's going to happen tonight? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I told um, Robbie and I talked about this last week and, you know, we had four games to talk about. And I said, we'd go two for four as much as I wanted to be more optimistic. I think tonight is going to be rough. Oh, I, I will not. I do <laughs> not have any doubt whatsoever that, Tampa is going to come out in front of their own crowd mm-hmm. tonight. Uh, tonight, of course, being Sunday evening, November the 13th. Uh, happens to be a Caps next game as we're recording. They're uh, set to play in about an hour and a half. I have no doubt that the lightning will come out breathing lightning and fire yeah. and uh, all kinds of bad things in the Caps general direction. Yep. And will be extremely pissed, not because one of their own was not just because one of their own was hurt, but also because of the the crappy result that they got. And yep. that yeah, you don't win you don't win back to back Stanley Cups for being complacent and accepting defeat very easily. So it's you're right. It's gonna be very interesting tonight how, how they come out and it's gonna you know, Caps have better be prepared to weather weather the storm, as it were, because it's probably they're probably going to throw quite a bit. Yeah, at at, at the Caps. Those oh, first I don't five doubt seven minutes. It's going to be an aggressive game, and it's it's yeah, oh yeah. I, but yes, I I agree. I'm not expecting anything. I'm just hoping that everyone stays. Um, hmm. Let's just say safe. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and within within let's just yeah you know, with within the rules and uh, nothing nothing uh, no liberties taken no stupid stuff being done. Right. Uh, for those who haven't heard, I'm sure you've all heard by now. But for those who haven't heard, Nicholas Obey Kubel ended up being suspended three games starting with this one for his um, act of incredible intelligence. And yeah, it's uh, look. I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beat the, the the decision to death. Usually, I have a problem with the Department of Player Safety. You know what? I don't in this case. Right. I, I don't. It, it and, and in fact, it could have been way worse. And if it was way worse, I would have been fine with it. I would have been fine with a five game suspension because this was so egregious look up that word in the dictionary you'll have the picture of this hit next to it it was that bad that blatant (laughs) yeah it's ridiculous i I mean it was i think i it was one of those what am i what did i just watch what did i just watch (laughs) so yeah crazy yeah well, we're 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 not going to beat that to death, but that nope. yeah that 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 should set the stage for uh, tonight's game. Now, previews of coming attractions, and we we kind of skipped this last week. So there's tonight's game 
against Tampa in Tampa. Then there's two more road games Tuesday night, then Thursday night. So Tuesday night, the 15th, um, they go across the state to uh, Florida to play the Panthers. Uh, it's a nice little game. Um, rematch of the first round. And then um, across the country to uh, the Midwest to in St. Louis, eight o'clock puck drop for this game against the Blues. Then it's back home on Saturday against Colorado, seven o'clock game there. And then there's a there's a long well for them a long break of three days of nothing. That's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. Right. Um, see how the Caps deal with that first first break of uh, any significance so far this year. Hopefully, some bumps and bruises heal. And then Wednesday, the twenty third, is uh, the, another home game against Philly. Seven o'clock puck drop there, and then that Thursday's Thanksgiving. And then the day after, Black Friday, um, huh, oh, this is interesting, 2 o'clock start against Calgary. So it's a 2 o'clock Black Friday special uh, at home against uh, the Calgary Flames. That, that's, uh, that ought to be actually a good game if anybody's, you know, having, having time to catch that. that, uh, that that's a good measure-up game. Calgary's supposed to be one of the better teams this year. So uh, that'd be an interesting game to watch. And then uh, it's it's uh, another one of these half-assed home road back-to-backers. And they go up to Jersey against play the Devils uh, at 7 o'clock on Saturday. And that rounds out that week. So, yeah, that's uh, yeah, pretty, pretty interesting mix of games. So that's what you can expect the um, – in the coming few weeks. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, all over the place. All over the place, exactly. So <clears throat> uh, so we gave a shout-out last week to Mr. Grant Green and uh, his uh, lovely significant other, uh, Megan Burroughs. They are, as we speak, leaving the country now, so want to wish them safe travels back home to Bonnie yeah. Scotland. And uh, thank you very much for gracing you gracing us with your presence. Uh, sorry, I was too sick to partake in any of the festivities while you were here, unfortunately. So hopefully next time around, much, much better circumstances. But uh, thanks once again, Grant. Uh, Grant, of course, the Scottish Caps fan. And uh, yeah, so that's uh, that was uh, that was the week that was. So uh, pretty quick this week, because uh, unfortunately, uh, unfor- we're kind of both uh, me more than Anna, but kind of both still uh, under the weather a little bit. So not as much energy. So uh, again, my apologies. And hopefully next week we'll have a little bit more in the tank, but uh, I think we're going to, going to call it, uh, call it an episode this time around, unless you had something else to add. Nope. (laughs) Okay. Oh, uh, so one final note. Um, Yes, it, it is the holiday season. So I, I understand that, Everyone out there has, uh, speaking of Black Friday, uh, thoughts of, uh, and Cyber Monday, thoughts of um, shopping fancies, um, and that's completely understandable. So not only, not, not only, well, first and foremost, I'd like for uh, everyone to uh, focus as much as they can on, on the less fortunate. So to that end, we're going to have, I'm going to be sure to uh, post the Toys for Tots 
drive link uh, again, as I always do, the Marine Corps Toys for Tots in honor of our um, one of our dear departed listeners, Becca Thomas, who was uh, a Marine in her life. Um, but also want to uh, take this opportunity to uh, humbly ask all of our listeners out there that uh, remind them that uh, we do our best here to entertain you. And we do that uh, out of the gen- generosity of our time and hearts. And um, so <laughs> as ideal as it would be that we both draw a salary for this, we do not. Um, and on top of that, there's also a cost of uh, Internet storage and uh, time on air and things of that nature. So the economy, unfortunately, being the way that it is, uh, things are kind of going up as far as pricing in that regard. So uh, unfortunately, I'm, I am going to have to ask that uh, if you find it in your hearts and your wallets out there, oh, ye on the other side of the speakers, the earbuds, what have you, please, if you can, donate to the podcast, what whatever you can. No donation is too small. I guarantee you that. And I have multiple platforms uh, available to me, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, among others. So uh, message me directly if you're interested. Some of you out there have already given. Thank you very, very much for for what you've done. Uh, but if uh, everyone else out there who hasn't had time yet, please do consider a donation to this podcast. We could really, really use it, and we would really appreciate it. And uh, at the end of the year, end of the season, rather, we'll uh, make a make sure to uh, give a special shout out to those who have donated for the year and helped us along. So, just wanted to pass that along and uh, give give that a reminder because you know, again, the economy being the way it is, it's it's put a bite on just about everybody and and this podcast is no different so all right so we're going to stop it here and uh, call it an episode and hopefully the caps continue Uh, this was a you know a 667 win percentage for the week so i think caps maybe have started to figure it out maybe more familiar faces in the lineup starting to gel a little less stupid stuff as well. So I, I think, uh, I think maybe this, this might be a turning point when you beat a team like the Lightning. So I, I think you're going to see a lot of good things happen. I'm starting to be optimistic. So um, just keep, keep the faith and uh, keep watching. So for the Mermaid, Anna Knox, this is the Blue Liner on Point signing off for another episode and reminding you. Well, I, I, I'm an IT guy, as you know, and uh, I can tell you that when. We talk about the history of computers. Did you know that the first computer actually dates back to Adam and Eve? It's true. It was an apple with limited memory, just one bite. Then everything crashed. Oh. <clears throat> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah, and let's go, Caps. <clears throat> go, Caps. This has been another episode of the Power Play Point Podcast. All episodes are available from Apple Podcasts, the Podbean app, blueliner77.podbean.com, and now available from Stitcher. Music by Joe McAllister, voiceover by Jeffrey Conkle. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Power Play Point Podcast. Thanks for listening.